What's up, y'all? This is T-T-T-Hex. Yet again, on the podcast. I just figured out how to uh, have people on here through the cell phone. Seems to be the easiest way to do this. I think there is a way to do it without having to add the Anchor app on your phone. Even if you do, you just add it for the you know, to do the podcast, and you go ahead and uninstall it when it's over with. Um, it's not that hard to set up and everything. I know that might be a lot to ask, but uh, I think there's a way to do it without having to be, having to um, set up an account. I'll, I'll figure that out uh, later on today. I got a homie coming over here to pick me up to take me to his place, so we could play video games and smoke and all that. Cigars, of course. Um, but, yeah, as soon as I get back from that, I'm going to figure that part out. And I'll be back up on here. Enjoying my coffee right now. Um, probably going to watch some wrestling with my, my homie. Probably watch some, uh, finish watching some of that New Japan. Um... The G1 has just been incredibly amazing. I've only seen a little bit of it. But the G1 has just been insane. If y'all haven't... If y'all haven't um, checked that out, if you have New Japan subscription... I'm I'm sorry, let me me correct that. If you have a New Japan World subscription... um, then you already know what I'm talking about. If you don't, I suggest you get one. That's going to be better than anything you're going to see in WWE. Um, I also highly suggest, uh, if you're into wrestling, you listen to the Brian Alvarez podcast. It's probably the best. It, yeah, in my opinion, it's probably the best wrestling podcast. One of the best wrestling podcasts out there. Um, yeah, right now just wait, waiting to head out, watching some funny videos on YouTube and shit. Um, I'm going to try to get King B on here too, at some point or another. But, um, I'm going to try and get him on here. I'm going to get Pyro on here at some point. My boy Pyro. Um... At World on Fire 20, 421, I'm sorry, at World on Fire 421 on Twitter. It's his saying, uh, it'd be cool to get Blaze on here, but I don't, you know, I am big yet. <laughs> so I don't think that's going to happen anytime real soon. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to get as many ninjas on here as I can. This podcast is juggalo shit, if you haven't figured that out, and wrestling. Really midnight. Tell us more about the world of cats and finances. I could talk to my cat. He um, he does the books for me. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be um, going to watch the rest of G1. Um, it should be really, really good. Uh, I 
have a whole lot else to say right now. Uh, there is a really fresh track, Never Knew. I, mean, I, already, I know this is a cover, but it's Jerry Roll, Lil White, and uh, Adele, or whatever. And it's, um, it's found on YouTube. It's really good, man. It's it's really good. But um you know, I'll tell you I haven't really talked much movie wise. And I'm a huge movie buff. Huge, 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 huge. I think that new Joker is gonna be well let's say interesting. And if, if we're not trying to compare it to other Batman movies, and we're just looking at it as, like, outside the Batman universe, I think it'll be fine. But we we don't need to go into watching it thinking, oh, this is somehow gotta be tied into the... Um, oh my gosh, my brain. I'm just like... <sighs> um... The DCU. There we go. Wow, that's bad. Big comic book fan. Can't think of the words of the letters DCU. Anyway. Yeah, I'm, I don't expect it to be part of that. But you just look at it as its own film. Because this is exactly what it's going to be. It's going to be its own film. And in that right... It, it really should be pretty good, I imagine. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm going to stop this recording. And uh, I think I got a guest I might want to be on here. So I got to stop this and do a new one. Welcome to the T-T-T-T podcast on this particular episode we're going to talk about ECW One Night Stand yes I watched that at my friend's house today and um you know what's funny is I just said that none of you are going to believe this but I just said that and lo and behold I have a um ECW one night stand uh, <laughs> the front little paper thing on the inside of the DVD in the trash right now right next to me in the garage because I spilt um, because I spilt water on it um, but yeah it was um, you know that's that was a card that was solid all the way through I don't think we can Ever expect a card that solid again? Is a solid like a rock. The Jerry match was amazing. The um, every match was amazing on the card. There wasn't such a thing as a bad match in that card. Every match on there was amazing. Give me a second here. I'm smoking on my tobacco pipe.
Yeah, it's a very good pay-per-view. Now, me and my buddy paid for it back in the day. I think it was somewhere around like fucking 50 bucks or some shit, man. But, you know, that was one of those pay-per-views you pay for and you don't regret it later, though. Because you knew, knew what it was going to produce. Knew it was going to produce a good, some good matches. And, well, hell, you already had the card. So you knew there was going to be amazing matches. I do like to use my radio voice every now and then. Now see, I would never work for the radio. Fuck the radio. Like, the only thing I can see me doing is like NPR shit. If I could get an NPR job, I guess I'll work that. I think I would get a little boring after a while because seeing as I don't like, like to know about the current news going on. Because I want to keep my world positive, even though often, as you can see on my Twitter, I'm not always positive. I'm trying to get better at that. Um, I really, really am. But um, and my inspiration, honestly, is one of my inspirations has been, has been class. Because, you know, he, had, he tries to put that positivity out there every single day. And it encourages us to do the same. And I think, you know, that's what needs to be done. That's that's what everyone needs to work on that. Who doesn't who anyone who doesn't feel positive every day or has a positivity in their life, try to create some, try to put some out there. I mean it creates a better environment for everybody. Positivity. It's a good thing. Well, I'm uh, I want to talk about the gathering like all the time because it was just so fucking cool. I would have been a little bit better if I didn't have my health issue. But with that, you know, even with that, it was, it was fucking awesome, man. Um, I mean, there were things I missed because, like, I was like tired or I was so asleep or, you know, just. I don't know. I mean, yeah, trust me, there's some things that suck because I missed it. Um, like, a majority of ICP is acoustic performance. And I woke up towards, like, the tail end of it. And, but, I mean, I was, we were camping by this jam stage, so I was walked, like, directly over there. And um, did that. And it's cool. I haven't watched a YouTube video yet from Replicom Radio. Uh, but I need to get on uh, there and watch it so I can see that full set. Um, but yeah, you know, I need to do that. But uh, yeah, you know, this mainly about, I should just keep it about one night stand. So, you know, they had one night stand one, and then they had another one as well. And I can't remember if that was called one night stand as well or not. Uh, I'm sure someone can go in here and correct me about that or, or let me know what that is. Um, but that one wasn't quite as good. It was good. It just wasn't 
like to the level of the other one. I think I have it in here on DVD. I gotta see the. Here's the thing, man. You know, Netflix came out. You know, a bunch of people like me got rid of a bunch of their DVDs. And then we found out Netflix has a very freaking limited catalog. And it's like, fuck, got rid of all my movies. What the fuck do I do? You know? No, I only got I only got the first one. Most six. But um yeah, you know, when I when I stand it is a good a good pay per view. Great pay per view. Uh, Rob Van Dam was in it, you know. That was awesome. How many times do you see do you see Vince let Rob Dam Van Dam fucking headline a card? You know, barely ever, barely ever. And I'm gonna start doing this thing. I'm gonna go old school on you guys. I'm gonna even go more old school than I am. And uh, you know, hit me at uh. At World on Fire on Twitter. But if you're listening to this, that's probably how you heard this about this motherfucking podcast in the first place. All right. Who remembers the movie Adventures in Babysitting? And were you like me and you thought it was a shit? Or did you think it was whack? That's right. We're going to see who the 80s and 90s babies were. We're going to find out. All right. I think I mentioned this on one of my podcasts that didn't come out. Let me see how many times I tried to do one and it didn't work. Hmm, I think about seven. At least seven times where it didn't work. But um, y'all may not know. Some of y'all may remember. It was on Fago Lovers. A while back. <laughs> I mean, a while back. Ooh. But it was on Fago Lovers. It was, um, classes. He class did the 50 and 50. It was the 50 and 50 challenge. I think it was like 50 songs in 50 days. 50 weeks, something like that. I think it was 50 days. Which is just the set, the, the shit, you know. Um, so when he did that, I unfortunately only got 30 songs. I remember got busy later on towards the tail end of it. And they went back on Fago Lovers and I'm sure the link was still there somewhere, like deep in there. But the point is I don't have all of them. I'm intending to get all of them. But. I know every single one I've heard is fresh as hell. So I highly recommend. If you can find them on YouTube or maybe hit class up and he can tell you where to find them. I'm not sure. Uh, I would I would think if anyone would know it would be the man himself. But, uh, you know, uh, you got to listen to that 50 and 50 challenge. That's motherfucking shit. Um, if I can figure it out, man, I'm gonna, I might something, start doing... Uh, a live stream of gaming or something. Uh, I love playing Fire Pro Wrestling. Some of you don't even know what that is, uh, but it's the uh, it's a shit. I I I got Jay and Shaggy in there. Uh, 
Because, you know, there was a WCW, you know, all that. I got them in there. Uh, all that shit. Man, I'm probably going to uh, end this here at about the 10-minute mark. Uh, I'm going to hop off here. I know, I think I like doing the short podcast here and there. That way you can listen to it. It doesn't take up that much of your time. Uh, much love to all the motherfucking juggalos. This is T-T-T-X. And I'm out. Good morning and welcome to the T-T-T-T-X podcast. Today we are talking about, well, pretty much two different wrestling matches. And uh, thank God I have the names right in my head. First of all, we're going to talk about Invisible Stan versus the Invisible Man. That's right. They're brothers, and boy, do they have a grudge. If you haven't already, get on YouTube, type in Invisible Stan versus Invisible Man. And even for those of you who aren't wrestling fans, this is a very interesting match. I don't want to ruin it for you. But it required a great deal of crowd and referee participation. It was at one of Marty, uh, Marty, wow, Marty Janae. Can't remember the guy that held the event, so can't really tell you who put it on because I just don't really remember the name. It was a good, it was a very good match. Um, very much so back and forth. Had some high spots. Even had some uh, chair spots, if you will. And uh, it ended just how I wanted it to end. It's a pretty damn good match. Now, on to Batman. I watched the Batman uh, Batwoman cartoon. Or a little movie, if you will. I also watched the Hush movie. Now, the Hush threw me because I, for some reason, thought I had watched it before, read it before, I should say, and thought it was someone else behind the mask, if you will. It ended up being the Riddler. Caught me off guard. Now, I need to go back in the comics, as if I remember correctly, Hush comes back later on in the comic books. So, I need to go back and read that. I do have to say the Batwoman cartoon. I don't know what year it was made. Um, kind of disappointing. Because it's just so freaking far off from what we see with the actual Batwoman. Um, it, was, it was not that... This wasn't like what I needed, what I expected. Um, no, compl- no, really bad complaints about it. This wasn't what I thought it might be. Uh, let's go back to the gathering for just a second. 
I'm sure y'all noticed some mad butterflies in the gallery. Now, I don't know if y'all think that was coincidence or not. I swear to God, that's because we, we were there and we were creating that magic. You know what I'm saying? It was, uh, I had a butterfly sitting in my tail overnight. Still alive and everything, of course. And then he flew out the next morning. I don't know if that was like fallen juggalos who was making their way there in a different form or something. Or what was up, but that was some fresh stuff. I've been looking at um, Battlefront 2, which I'd sell for about 4 or $5 roughly on Amazon for digital code. Uh, Someone let me know about that. I don't want to get it unless it has bot mode. And I'm going to have money for a while to get it, but I just wanted to know what y'all thought about that game. Sorry, new mic off when I'm talking to y'all. Um, yeah, getting up here. I saw a uh, Okada. I really apologize if I get this wrong. Minoru Suzuki match. It was, uh, funny enough, it was in the rain. So they couldn't bounce off the ropes. But they still, I didn't see the very end of the match. However, they still made the match work. They stayed mostly in the center of the ring on the outside a little bit. Uh... Because they did, some, they did some holds, which you thought would have been hard to do with the rain and everything. But they still made it work. Still made it a great match. Um, so the Juice Robinson versus, I'm still calling him Dean Ambrose, so I'm used to that name. Although Johnny Moxley really is better. Uh, during the Johnny Moxley match, uh, G1, um, that was great. That was a great match. Um, you know, I, I can't uh, get in on that match. I think we would have all liked to see Moxley win the G1. Even though he did not win the G1, that would have been kind of cool. Um, don't y'all forget, changing gears here, Wednesday. Gonna have class up on this podcast. Whoop whoop. On to my class holes and my juggalos. Yup, class gonna be on here. You know, we're gonna talk about this new album a little bit, talk about some wrestling. We're gonna talk about that freshness. I'm probably gonna start watching AAA wrestling. I think the only reason I don't a whole lot is because my non-understanding, if you will, of the characters. The characters are, um, there's lots of them. I don't really know the roster well. Uh, I'd like to, because I, I think that's a roster Pentagon came from, and Pentagon's fucking awesome. We're going to uh, watch a match with you here.
I'm gonna watch a match and tell you what I think of it. I'm probably gonna look for an evil match from G1 here. Um, but yeah, I mean, G1's been great. It's over now, clearly. Um, but that's what we're gonna do. Watch a match from G1. Mm. Hey, if y'all have any, if y'all have any other artists, I probably haven't heard of. I'm talking about underground only, not that bullshit mainstream, not that Cats movie, whatever the fuck's going on. I ain't hating on Taylor Swift. I'm just saying the Cats movie. What the fuck? But. Yeah, it's, um, I'm going to catch that new, um, Toy Story. It looks good. It stopped playing the most theaters around me, still at $10 an hour, right before it stopped playing. Weird to me, because I wanted to see it for 5 But, I'm going to get around to see it before it leaves theaters. It should be good. Look, I know what happened with Disney. I know this. But, you know, I can't, I can't not see Toy Story. It's just, that's my shit. After that, I might be done. I might just take the Toy Story and be done with the rest of that shit. Because, I mean, it's under Disney, but another company makes it, you know what I mean? Uh, so we're gonna, hmm, well, we're going into the G-Man, uh, wow, the G-Man, we're going into the G-1 Climax here, uh, let me see what I want to see here, hmm, I got a, I got a good one with English commentary here to watch, I'm gonna tell you who it is in a second. All right. We're going to watch Shiro Tanahashi versus Will Ospreay. Well, you know what? Screw that. We're going to watch Okada versus Ibushi. A block tournament, you know. A block tournament. I'm going to close my door, put a recording in process, sign up. So my wife knows. Hmm. Give me one second here. We're waking up. No. Waking up. Trying to figure life out or something. Well, apparently it's just. Hard to look for shit to make it huh? Oh snap. There we go, here's a video. You know what? I do think I know where. Yeah. Sticky pad. I believe that's what they call them nowadays.
Here we go. Well, it ain't exactly a sticky pad, but it's something that will work. I'm recording a podcast. So I'm going to be in there. Yeah, we're about to go back in. Watch him in that G1 a little bit. Go over a match with you. Here we go. All right. Got Obishi making his entrance here. But you know what I'm trying to hear about entrances. Let's skip a little bit into the match where we can get the beginning of the match. Okay, we fast forward a little bit here. Okada is about to get in the ring. And about the bullshit, you'll be like, hey, I'm really good at calling matches. No, I'm not. I'm good at, at, at reviewing matches. If I try to call it, I'm going to get the, the names of the moves wrong. Even though I know them in my head, you know, knowing them and then trying to actually verbalize them is two different things. I was getting in the ring here. I'm gonna take off his, uh, his outfit. It's a badass outfit. Ah, I got more. It's crap. Hold on. Here we go. Here's the actual match going on. Starting right now. Might sneeze a couple times while I'm not here yet. Excuse me, I got allergies. Excuse me for sneezing and blowing my nose. Right there, I kind of have a stamina right now. They're just staring each other down. Man, this is a. Uh, the crowd's into it. The crowd's popping. The crowd's chanting both their names. And now Okada is provoking the crowd chanting his name. Goes coming in. Oh, ain't quite coming. Star two. Each trying to overshout the other to express their love and their admiration of the man they support. Circling around here, circling around. Going for a lockup. That's probably boring shit, y'all. Tell them what do. I'm gonna end this podcast. I'm going to watch this match, and I'm going to come back at you with another podcast probably later today. 
uh, with a review of the Okada Itsubishi Ubishi match in the Okada Ubishi match. Much love to y'all. Whoop whoop. I'm out. We're back on the T T T T Hex podcast. We are watching the Okada Itsubishi match. You might tell a difference in my voice because, oh, I can't say I'm allergy free right now, but I took a shower and scrubbed my face and got my allergens off me that were causing me problems. So, going back to things here. Watching the Okada Ubishi match. Very, very good so far. Um, this has been an interesting G1. I have not seen all the G1s, but it's been an interesting one. While I'm watching this, I'd like to go over a few things. I don't know if y'all knew, Kevin Smith is going to be doing the new Masters of the Universe. That's right. He-Man and Kevin Smith, baby. Can't get much better than that. So it is sure to be a good good cartoon. I think it will be excellent. Most excellent. I, I hope it's, you know, it's like now I'm trying to go back and watch He-Man and it just doesn't, it doesn't capture my interest as what it did when I was a kid. See, there's a lot of cartoons that still do. But like that and Transformers just for some reason they don't they don't capture the interest that that they do now. I mean I'm sorry, they don't capture the interest that they did back then. Um I will be reviewing a game upcoming here, uh possibly very much later today. I will be uh reviewing Battlefront 2, Star Wars Battlefront 2. I was just able to pick the game up for $5. That's right. I'm the cheap ass. Oh, we just had a beautiful drop kick from a beast. It should be. It should be. I apologize for mispronouncing the name. We got some pretty fresh shit going on today. We got a ninja dropping by. Um, hopefully he'll be able to drop by after my dentist appointment I have today. I have a cracked tooth and uh, another tooth with the, another tooth with a problem. This match is just absolutely beautiful so far. Mm. What is it, midnight? Tell him about it. Midnight is officially the first guest on the podcast. It's a cat. My wife named him Midnight. She had him when I first got with her. Really? Oh, what else is going on? He talks about anything and everything. Haven't deciphered everything he's seen yet, but he talks about anything and everything. So, I mean, I'll marry my wife. Before I got married, my wife, I got with her, and she had this cat, Midnight. 
And uh, he likes me pretty well. But, um, you know, he goes outside a lot. And we had to stop it because he came back one day with an infected paw. He probably would have freaking died if we didn't get him to the vet. But, man, he goes out there. He picks fights of freaking raccoons and shit. I mean, I shit you not. We had a raccoon in the yard. He's purring as I say this, like he knows the story I'm talking about. And the raccoon, midnight chased him up a tree. Then midnight proceeds to sit at the bottom of the tree, like, get out my tree, bitch. And uh, he's got some, uh, well, for a cat that physically has no balls, he's got some big ass balls. Whether it just be invisible or metaphorical, he has them. Do you have any crazy cat stories? We would love to hear them here in the podcast. Love to. All you gotta do is DM me at World on Fire on Twitter. Once again, that's at World on Fire. And that's all together. No spaces, no forward slashes, none of that. That's all together. So far in this match right now, Okada seems to be the one leading the match. But I'm not going to reveal the information I've heard. This is an old, old match as far as, you know, a couple of weeks old. Um, I will not reveal the winner till the winner prevails in the match. But, you know, one thing that I've heard Brian Alvarez and other people talk about in Japan, every move means something. In America, not always the same, but every move tells a story in Japan. It's it's much different, but much better at the same time. So, let's keep in mind, Ibushi coming into this match two injured fingers taped together we got uh, an injured leg I'm not, not I'm sorry not an injured leg injured ankle it's an old injured ankle but it is an injured ankle nonetheless um I mean he's had some risks during this tournament he's gone in there with injuries you know a lot of these guys do um if you're unfamiliar with the G1 and this tournament is a very long tournament. Um, there's different brackets. I think it's like A through D or something like that. Maybe even F. In these brackets, uh, you compete in that bracket. Or blocks is what they call them. Block A, block B, etc., etc. By I don't know how many matches you have in each one. I'm not going to put a number out there. I don't want to get it wrong. But winner of, of block A plays winner of block B, you know, etc. Then you come down to the final four, then you come down to the final two. You know how that works, all you people that watch football or basketball. You know how tournaments go. So it's just different because it's Japan, but it's the, the same concept here. Well, Abishi is coming. Ubishi is coming back uh, in the match here. 
Now, Akana seems to have um, dominated most of this match. Oh. Beautiful. Uh, I wish I could think of the name of that move. You know, it's a beautiful move being put on by Ubishi. You have to understand, Ubishi is one of the best wrestlers in Japan right now. You know, we're, we're, so we're talking about a man who went, he had his, his first wrestling match. I believe it was Dragon's Gate. He didn't like it. So he went into uh, kickboxing. I don't know if he won his, his only kickboxing match or lost it. Uh, didn't like that. Aside, he go back and have one more wrestling match, and if he didn't like it, he's gonna go do something else. Well, he had that match and uh, liked it the second time around, so stuck with uh, wrestling since then. I'm pretty sure we're gonna see Ubishi eventually with the IWGP heavyweight title. Or the IWGP Juniors heavyweight title. I'm not sure where he falls. I'm pretty sure he's considered a heavyweight in the, in his division, or in the organization that he resides in, I should say. Man, this is a this is a great match. So um, I don't know what y'all are up to this week. I know, I think it's Denver, Colorado has a really good show coming up with class. A lot of them and EX are going to be in it. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. I'll probably plug it next time. I like to plug it before the event happens. I won't be there. I don't live in Denver um, or Colorado. Uh, it's way too far away from me. Otherwise, I will be there for sure. Uh, but it should be a, uh, you know, it's a label classes on us putting it on. I think m &E's, you know, well, they're putting their artists on, if you will. So I'm sure they're involved somehow as far as the process of the event goes. Um, lyrical snuff reductions. Um, you know, that's the main label that will be there. It's, um... I can be corrected on this if I'm wrong, but I believe class is under LSP Productions. And, um, it should be a fucking kick-ass show. I would be there if I could. I would also be at Hollywood, and I would also be at Fright Fest. You know, the only thing about Fright Fest is it's going to be on two stages this year. So you kind of got to be able to pick and choose who you want to see. I hate to have to do that, but we all have to do that. Gathering, other shows we've had to do that at, so it ain't nothing new. What's interesting to me is the going back to St. Andrews Hall for it. I remember Twisted stating they would never go back to St. Andrews Hall several years ago. I don't know what has changed there. Maybe new management, maybe new security. The security were being complete dicks before. One of them punched a juggalette in the face. She had an all-star pass as she was going up the stairs and forever 
whatever reason that happened. And then after that happened, Twister heard of it. They said, fuck you guys, we're never coming back. Well, I think some changes, some changes have happened since then. I can only assume with security after they knew him with the ownership, possibly. Um, so, Sanders Hall is uh, okay, once again. So, you know, that's uh, that is a very interesting uh, development. It's an interesting development, if you will. I would like to say that I got to say I got to actually play the um, Nintendo Switch for the first time ever in my whole life. I was at the arcade and they had one there and they had Mario Kart and I got to play Mario Kart and boy was it fucking awesome. You have to understand the most current version of Mario Kart I have is on the um, Nintendo Wii. Not the Nintendo Wii U, but the Nintendo Wii. So, compared to that, it was a little bit better. Now, there is a Donkey Kong track I like. I forget if it's on the Wii or the GameCube. It may have been on the GameCube that I just love. So, yeah, well, uh, you know, eventually, hopefully, I'll get a Wii U or a uh, Wii. I'm not sorry, a Wii U or a Switch. One of those two. Probably won't happen until next year. Um, I'm trying to, they got that one coming out that's like uh, 100. And it's only, uh, you know, only 100 something. What tax? You know, 100 something. And you can, it's like a portable, like a big SDS, but it's still smaller than the, um, the Switch screen. Um, I don't think the graphics are, the rate of them aren't quite up as high, so they may not run as fast. I'm not sure how that part works. I do know that I might be picking that up. That will be a, uh, that would be a nice thing to have. I, I guess all I want to play is Mario Kart. Let's play the shit out of it. I just saw Ibushi do a Super Rana, which was absolutely awesome. Don't forget why I'm talking to you here. I'm watching the G1 card. I'm watching Ibushi and Okada. And I believe this is the finals of the B block. If you just freshness all around. I don't know if y'all seen the villains video for Underground Adventures. If you don't, I highly recommend you go to YouTube and check out Underground Adventures and the video villains. There's a mask Buckshot has in that video. And I saw this mask and I said, that mask is fresh. I found the mask and I have ordered it. It is awesome. Um, you'll see him pop out of the trunk in the video to snatch this dude. I don't want to give too much away of the video, but, um, it is nonetheless a very awesome video. I 
I personally can't get enough of the video itself. I think it's just crazy and absolutely amazing. It's a great, great, great video. Yeah, so we got some shit going down, you know. I've been selling some shit on eBay. I think I've been doing a pretty good job of that. Uh, got into the eBay game, if you will. And uh, it has been uh, pretty fresh. Uh, of course, at some point, you start to go, oh shit, I'm running out of shit to sell. Now, I'm not going to go out and buy things just to sell them. You know, that's a slippery slope, and that's how you... How do they say it? That's how you fuck yourself. So. Not going to be doing that. Um, but. Back to this. BCU caught a match. They just, they're just gone hard the whole time. And they're both laying out on the mat right now. This is just crazy. This match has just been amazing. Absolutely amazing. I knew it would be, and it has proved nonetheless and to be amazing. I don't know if you all play Fire Pro Wrestling on Steam. It's a very, very good game. Um, if you've played the Fire Pro Wrestling series over the years, I want to say it started on Nintendo or Fancom. I think it started on Super Nintendo. I can be very wrong. It may have started on Nintendo, but I don't think it did. Um, it was very, uh, it's it a very good series, and uh, this is the best one out of all of them, I must say. So I highly recommend that you check that out, if you will. Uh, things are still going down, dog. They're still going down. The match is still rocking here. When this match is over, I'm at the hop off here. Gotta get a hold of my homie. See what's going down with him, if you will. Man, this is a match. No, oh, we're doing the elbows to the side of the head. Less than 10 minutes away from the uh, time limit for the match. Is this going to be a longer match because it's the finals of the B block? I'm just going back and forth here with the elbows to the side of the head. Oh. Looks like Okada's down. Oh, Bushi's bringing him back up for another elbow. There you go. Two elbows. Three elbows. Running at him. Oh, and Okada with a beautiful drop kick, but Bushi powers through it and delivers a nice lariat. Yes, I know it's just weird me calling a match and you not watching it. It's might be kind of strange to you. We're seeing some pretty cool shit right now. Pretty cool shit. Hey, if you haven't, I highly suggest you watch Bloody Mania 7. That's right, Bloody Mania 7, ladies and gentlemen. Um, 
That was a good wrestling show. Very good wrestling show. Not that the Bloody Manias are never a bad wrestling I mean, <laughs> are not a good wrestling show, but it's just awesome. Ooh, we're doing some back and forth with Okada and Obishi here. We keep doing, like, power bomb reversals. It's just insane. I'm sorry. Um, moonsault reversals. That was... Kind of smacking himself here to get back into the match. These guys have put their body through living hell. Living fucking hell. Oh! And he hits Ubishi with the Rainmaker. Will he pull this off? Will he win? I think he might very well do this, but at the same time, knowing what I know that y'all don't know, I don't know if it will happen. I mean, know what I know as far as the end of the whole G1. Oh, here we go. Abushi, straight jacket suplex. And he has double wrist control the whole time during this. Oh. Uh-oh. Ooh, kind of drop kick to the back. There we go. Oh. Oh my. I just saw a Bishi come off the rope. Okada jumped up in the air to give him a drop kick. Obishi put the legs around his his shoulders and power bombed Okada. That is one of the most awesome things. I've seen. Obishi's signaling for it. Oh, and he runs toward Okada. I think he was trying to hit his finisher, but Okada hit him with a flying drop kick into the head. Will Okada come out on top in this match? This is a hell of a match. If I was there, I'd be chained. This is awesome. Oh, Kana went for a rainmaker. Obishi caught him. Then did it kick to the cheek. Oh, Kana almost had his. I mean, Obishi almost had his finisher. Wait. Oh, Kana had him in a roll up, but Kana did not make it. Didn't do the three count. Once again, we're going to touch on that Dark Matter by UGA. If y'all haven't, y'all need to pick up a copy of that Dark Matter. It's fresh as hell. I don't even have to tell you how good it is. You already know it's fresh. Okay, Ubishi is going to hit him. Ooh, with this finish here. And we're going to one, two... Oh, we got a two count on Okada, not quite a three. What are we going to do here? He's going to hit him with another one, hit him with another finisher. One, two, three. Ubishi just beat Okada. And why it's fine to be a very, very freaking awesome match. So, if you haven't, check out the Ubishi versus Okada 
I'm sorry, it wasn't the B block. The A block final, which is just one of the best matches I've seen. I have a lot of G1 to watch still. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't checked out that match, uh, it's a very awesome match. I might let you go here on this one. I will be back yet again today. Very highly possible. I'm going to let you go. So whoop whoop to all the class holes and all my juggalos. Yup. I'm magical and I'm out. We're back on the T-T-T-T-Hex podcast. We are watching the Okada Itsubishi match. You might tell a difference in my voice because, well, I can't say I'm allergy free right now, but I took a shower and scrubbed my face and got my allergens off me that were causing me problems. So, going back to things here. Watching the Okada Ubishi match. Very, very good so far. Um, this has been an interesting G1. I have not seen all the G1s, but it's been an interesting one. While I'm watching this, I'd like to go over a few things. I don't know if y'all knew Kevin Smith is going to be doing the new Masters of the universe. That's right. He-Man. And Kevin Smith baby. Can't get much. Better than that. So it is sure to be a good. Good cartoon. I think it will be excellent. Most excellent. I, I hope it's you know. It's like now I'm trying to go back and watch He-Man. And it just doesn't. It doesn't capture my interest as what it did when I was a kid. See, there's a lot of cartoons that still do. But, like, that and Transformers just... For some reason, they don't they don't capture the interest that, that they do now. I mean, I'm sorry. They don't capture the interest that they did back then. Um, I will be reviewing game upcoming here. Uh, possibly very much later today. I will be uh, reviewing Battlefront 2. Star Wars Battlefront 2. I was just able to pick the game up for $5. That's right. I'm the cheap ass. Oh, we just had a beautiful drop kick from Obishi. It's Obishi. It's Obishi. I apologize for mispronouncing the name. We got some... Pretty fresh shit going on today. We got a ninja dropping by. Um, hopefully he'll be able to drop by after my dentist appointment I have today. I have a cracked tooth and uh, another tooth with a, another tooth with a problem. This match is just absolutely beautiful so far. Mm. What is it, midnight? Tell them about it. 
Midnight is officially the first guest on the podcast. It's a cat. My wife named him Midnight. She had him when I first got with her. Really? Oh, what else is going on? He talks about anything and everything. Haven't deciphered everything he's seen yet, but he talks about anything and everything. So, I mean, I married my wife. Before I got married, my wife, I got with her, and she had this cat, Midnight. And, uh, he likes me pretty well. But, um, you know, he goes outside a lot. And we had to stop it because he came back one day with an infected paw. He probably would have freaking died if we didn't get him to the vet. But, man, he goes out there. He picks fights of freaking raccoons and shit. I mean, I shit you not. We had a raccoon in the yard. And he's purring as I say this. Like, you know, that's the story I'm talking about. And the raccoon, midnight chased him up a tree. Then midnight proceeds to sit at the bottom of the tree. Like, get out my tree, bitch. And uh, he's got some, uh, well, for a cat that physically has no balls, he's got some big-ass balls. Whether it just being invisible or metaf- metaphorical, he has them. Do you have any crazy cat stories? We would love to hear them here in the podcast. Love to. All you got to do is DM me. At World on Fire on Twitter. Once again, that's at World on Fire. And that's all together. No spaces, no forward slashes, none of that. That's all together. So far in this match right now, Okada seems to be the one leading the match. But. I'm not going to reveal the information I've heard. This is an old, old, old match as far as, you know, a couple of weeks old. Um, I will not reveal the winner till the winner prevails in the match. But, you know, one thing that I've heard Brian Alvarez and other people talk about in Japan, every move means something. In America... Not always the same, but every move tells a story in Japan. It's it's much different, but much better at the same time. So, let's keep in mind, Ibushi coming into this match, two injured fingers taped together. We got uh, an injured leg. I'm not, not, I'm sorry, not an injured leg, injured ankle. It's an old injured ankle, but it is an injured ankle nonetheless. Um, I mean, he's had some risks during this tournament. He's gone in there with injuries. You know, a lot of these guys do. Um, if you're unfamiliar with the G1, in this tournament, it's a very long tournament. Um, there's different brackets. I think it's like A through D or something like that. Maybe even F. In these brackets, uh, you compete in that bracket. Or blocks is what they call them. Block A, block B, etc., etc. By I don't know how many matches you have in each one. 
I'm not going to put a number out there. I don't want to get it wrong. But winner of, of block A plays winner of block B, you know, etc. Then you come down to the final four. Then you come down to the final two. You know how that works. All you people that watch football or basketball, you, you know how tournaments go. So it's just different because it's Japan, but it's the, the same concept here. Well, Ibushi is coming. Ibushi is coming back uh, in the match here. Now Okada seems to have um, dominated most of this match. Oh, beautiful! Uh, I wish I could think of the name of that move. You know, it's a beautiful move being put on by Ubishi. You have to understand, Ubishi's one of the best wrestlers in Japan right now. You know, we're, we're, so we're talking about a man who went, he had his, his first wrestling match, I believe it was Dragon's Gate. He didn't like it, so he went into uh, kickboxing. I don't know if you won his, his only kickboxing match or lost it. Uh, didn't like that. Decided he'd go back and have one more wrestling match. And if he didn't like it, he's going to go do something else. Well, he had that match and uh, liked it the second time around. So, stuck with uh, wrestling since then. I'm pretty sure we're going to see Ubishi eventually with the IWGP Heavyweight title. Or the IWGP Juniors Heavyweight title. I'm not sure where he falls. I'm pretty sure he's considered a heavyweight in the, in his division. Or in the organization that he resides in, I should say. Man, this is a, this is a great match. So, um, I don't know what y'all are up to this week. I know, I think it's Denver, Colorado has a really good show coming up of class. A lot of MNEACs are going to be in it. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. I'll probably plug it next time. Just like to plug it before the event happens. I won't be there. I don't live in Denver um, or Colorado. Uh, it's way too far away from me. Otherwise, I will be there for sure. Uh, but it should be a, uh, you know, it's a label classes on us putting it on. I think m &E's, you know, well, they're putting their artists on, if you will. So I'm sure they're involved somehow as far as the process of the event goes. Um, lyrical Snuff Reductions. Um, you know, that's the main label that will be there. It's, um, I can be corrected on this if I'm wrong, but I believe class is under LSP Productions. And, um, it should be a fucking kick-ass show. I would be there if I could. I would also be at Hollowicken, and I would also be at Fright Fest. It, you know, the only thing about Fry Fest is it's going to be on two stages this year. So you kind of got to be able to pick and choose who you want to see. 
I hate to have to do that, but we all have to do that. Gathering, other shows we've had to do that at, so it ain't nothing new. What's interesting to me is the going back to St. Andrews Hall for it. I remember Twisted stating they would never go back to St. Andrews Hall several years ago. I don't know what has changed there. Maybe new management, maybe new security. The security were being complete dicks before. One of them punched a chuggalette in the face. She had an all-star pass as she was going up the stairs and forever, whatever reason that happened. And then after that happened, Twisted heard of it. They said, fuck you guys, we're never coming back. Well, I think some changes, some changes have happened since then. I can only assume with security at the venue and with the ownership, possibly. Um, so, Sanders Hall is uh, okay, once again. So, you know, that's uh, Ben is a very interesting uh, development. It's an interesting development, if you will. I would like to say that I got to say I got to actually play the um, Nintendo Switch for the first time ever in my whole life. I was at the arcade and they had one there and they had Mario Kart and I got to play Mario Kart and boy was it fucking awesome. You have to understand the most current version of Mario Kart I have is on the um, Nintendo Wii, not the Nintendo Wii U, but the Nintendo Wii. So, compared to that, it was a little bit better. Now, there is a Donkey Kong track I like. I forget if it's on the Wii or the GameCube. It may be on the GameCube that I just love. So, yeah, we'll, uh, you know, eventually, hopefully, I'll get a Wii U or a uh, Wii. I'm not sorry, a Wii U or a Switch. One of those two. Probably won't happen until next year. Um, I'm trying to, you know, they got that one coming out that's like a um, hundred. And it's only, uh, you know, only a hundred something. What with hacks? You know, a hundred something. And you can, it's like a portable, like a big SDS, but it's still smaller than the, um, the Switch screen. Um, I don't think the graphics are, the rate of them aren't quite up as high, so they may not run as fast. I'm not sure how that part works. I do know that I might be picking that up. If that will be a, uh, that would be a nice thing to have. I, I guess all I want to play is Mario Kart. Let's play the shit out of it. I just saw Ibushi do a Super Rana, which was absolutely awesome. Don't forget while I'm talking to you here, I'm watching the G1 card. I'm watching Ibushi and Okada. And I believe this is the finals of the B block. This is just freshness all around. I don't know if y'all seen the villains video. 
for Underground Adventures. If you don't, I highly recommend you go to YouTube and check out Underground Avengers and the video villains. There's a mask Buckshot has in that video. And I saw this mask and I said, that mask is fresh. I found the mask and I ordered it. It is awesome. Um, you'll see him pop out of the trunk in the video to snatch this dude. I don't want to give too much away of the video. But, um, it is nonetheless a very awesome video. I, I personally can't get enough of the video itself. I think it's just crazy and absolutely amazing. It's a great, great, great video. Yeah, so we got some shit going down, you know. I've been selling some shit on eBay. I think I've been doing a pretty good job of that. Uh, got into the eBay game, if you will. And uh, it has been uh, pretty fresh. Uh, of course, at some point, you start to go, oh shit, I'm running out of shit to sell. You know, I'm not going to go out and buy things just to sell them. You know, that's the slippery slope, and that's how you, how do they say it? That's how you fuck yourself. So, not going to be doing that. Um, but, back to this BCU Kata match. They're just, they're just gone hard the whole time, and they're both laying out on the mat right now. This is just crazy. This match has just been amazing. Absolutely amazing. I knew it would be, and it has proved nonetheless and to be amazing. I don't know if you all play Fire Pro Wrestling on Steam. It's a very, very good game. Um, if you played the Fire Pro Wrestling series over the years, I want to say it started on Nintendo or Fancom. I think it started on Super Nintendo. I can be very wrong. It may have started on Nintendo, but I don't think it did. Um, it was very, uh, it's it a very good series, and uh, this is the best one out of all of them, I must say. So I highly recommend that you check that out, if you will. Uh, things are still going down, dog. They're still going down. The match is still rocking here. When this match is over, I'm about to hop off here. Got to get a hold of my homie. See what's going down with him, if you will. Man, this is a match. No, we're doing the elbows to the side of the head. We're less than 10 minutes away from the uh, time limit for the match. Is this going to be a longer match because it's the finals of the B block? I'm just going back and forth here with the elbows to the side of the head. Oh. Looks like Okada's down. Oh, Bushi's bringing him back up for another elbow. There you go. Two elbows. Three elbows. 
Oh, Adam. Oh, you know, Okada with a beautiful drop kick, but Bushi powers through it and delivers a nice lariat. Yes, I know it's just weird me calling a match and you not watching it. It might be kind of strange to you. We're seeing some pretty cool shit right now. Pretty cool shit. Hey, if you haven't, I highly suggest you watch Bloody Mania 7. That's right, Bloody Mania 7, ladies and gentlemen. Um, that was a good wrestling show. Very good wrestling show. Not that the Bloody Manias are never a bad wrestling I mean, <laughs> are not a good wrestling show, but it's just awesome. Ooh, we're doing some back and forth with Okada and Obishi here. We keep doing like power bomb reversals. It's just insane. I'm sorry. Um, moonsault reversals. That was. Caught a smacking himself here to get back into the match. These guys have put their body through living hell. Living fucking hell. Oh! And he hits Ubishi with the Rainmaker. Will he pull this off? Will he win? I think he might very well do this, but at the same time, knowing what I know that y'all don't know, I don't know if it will happen. I mean, know what I know as far as the end of the whole G1. Oh! Here we go. Abushi. Straight jacket suplex. And he has double wrist control the whole time during this. Oh. Uh oh. Oh, kind of drop kick to the back. There we go. Oh. Oh my. I just saw a Bishi come off the rope. Okada jumped up in the air to give him a drop kick. Obishi put the legs around his his shoulders and power bombed Okada. That is one of the most awesome things I've seen. Obishi's signaling for it. Oh, and he runs toward Okada. I think he was trying to hit his finisher, but Okada hit him with a flying drop kick into the head. Will Okada come out on top in this match? This is a hell of a match. If I was there, I'd be chaining. This is awesome. Oh. Okada went for a Rainmaker. Obishi caught him. Then did a kick to the cheek. Oh, Okada almost had his finisher. I mean, Obishi almost had his finisher. Wait. Oh. Okada had him in a roll up, but Okada did not make it. Didn't do the three count. Once again, we're going to touch on that dark matter. By UGA. If y'all haven't, y'all need to pick up a copy of that Dark Matter. 
is fresh as hell. I don't even have to tell you how good it is. You already know it's fresh. Okay, Ubishi is going to hit him. Ooh, with this finish here. And we're going to one, two. Oh, we got a two count on the card and not quite a three. What are we going to do here? He's going to hit him with another one. Hit him with another finish here. One, two, three. Ubishi just beat Okada. And why it's fine to be a very, very freaking awesome match. So, if you haven't, check out the Ubishi versus Okada. I'm sorry, it wasn't the B-Block. The A-Block final. Which is just one of the best matches I've seen. I have a lot of G1 to watch still. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't, checked out that match. Uh, it's a very awesome match. I might let you go here on this one. I will be back yet again today. Very highly possible. I'm going to let you go. So whoop whoop to all the class holes and all my juggalos. Yup. I'm magical and I'm out. Welcome back to the T-T-T-Hex podcast. On this particular podcast, given the Miss Jacqueline Pageant videos were just uploaded to Fago Lovers, much love to Fago Lovers, I'm going to give you a review. I was there to witness it myself. It was fresh. It was fresh. Man, we had some juggalettes with all kinds of awesome ass abilities and talents. We had one juggalette, then like a, what do they call it when you put a towel or whatever over your eyes? Anyway, she had her eyes covered and had like a samurai hat. She did some backflips and like, I don't know, I can't remember what was a backflip. She did some random shit. On a pogo stick. Blindfolded. That's what it's called. Blindfolded. That was pretty fresh. We had some other juggalettes with some other talent. Very fresh. One of them was poetry. One of them was dancing. Uh, one of them was a Jim Carrey impersonator. That was very good. Very, very interesting. My favorite. You know, I could go over all of them. But... My, you know, my favorite wasn't this scandal clad. It wasn't the woman who sang. There was a lot of, of you know, shit that went down in that pageant. And I'd also like to say, first of all, it's all about juggalette respect. We had another juggalette. That came up there, and her um, talent was professional smoker. I think that confused us all. What, how, how are you entering this pageant as a professional smoker? It was, it was different, but let me tell you. We had some great hosts. We had Rue Boy. 
and his sister. And she has some butterfly-like wings. And, you know, this is, uh, it was interesting. They, uh, she was very dressed up. It was pretty damn cool. I love what Ruboy had on. It was a very interesting outfit. I would like to say that the interesting thing about this contest was it seems like it went over an hour because they took, uh, it took some time to find some contestants for it. But when they finally did and things started popping off, I mean, we had round after round after round. We had several juggalettes with several, some similar, some different. Um, talents. Uh, you know, we had singing, hell, we had dancing, we had pogo sticks, we had Jim Carrey impersonators, as I've mentioned. Ow! Ladies and gentlemen, when holding a knife, do not hold it the way where the blade is facing you. I just cut myself. I'm not bleeding, but, like, yes. Don't play with knife like T-Hex does. Because sometimes T-Hex do some ridiculous ass shit. So I'm watching the video. I would watch the whole video and commentate it as I go along with you here. But we all know this is an hour and 43 minute long video. So, you know, it's, it's pretty long uh, video wise. There was one point where the juggalette I'm going to try to get to that part of the video here you know they all had their introductions so that took a long time we had to introduce every one of them and it was just um, that part took a while We had another one that was making uh, custom-made backpacks, custom-made clothing. It was uh, that was pretty cool. Yes, I am looking at the uh, ninjet that was pogo sticking blindfolded. You know, she had like all kinds of literally all kinds of ninja skills, if you will. She had this stick. I don't know what the correct name is for. I don't want to get it wrong here. But she had a stick she was twirling with amazing ninja skills in the process. Now I'm watching the girl with the Jim uh, Carrey. And there's the woman with the... Uh, Uh, sorry, I'm going through this here. No, here we go with the girl shaking her ass. Didn't mind that, but you know, it, it ain't what it's all about here. We had, you know, they had their little swimsuit competition as well. Waiting for the girl for poetry. Anyway, somehow I missed it. But um, point is, she was reading the most beautiful poem. 
Dive here in the wild. I got lost in my brain during this process. I just got lost of this poem. It is like it took me to another, another place, if you will. Well, I wanted her to win. No one seemed to be making much noise for her, so at the time and moment, even though this didn't actually happen to me, I wanted her to win, so I said, I busted! It got even more quiet. Juggalette next to me looked at me and said, you did or do you think you did? I was like, well, that didn't seem to get her any more props. But she was very beautiful and read a very beautiful poem. That is the one I wanted to win. This was a very nice Miss Juggalette pageant. I thought it was very respectful. Um, there was an argument between two Juggalettes. I'm not going to get into that. It was stay away from that negativity. Uh, it was a very good contest. I highly recommend you go back and you watch it. Um... So hop on Fago Lovers and check that bitch out. T-T-T-Hex out this bitch. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the T-T-T-T-Hex podcast. I gotta apologize to start with. I uh, was not able to get class on the line last night. He called me. The problem was, I one, I type really fast. If you see my tweets and stuff, see a bunch of misspellings, typos, that's because I type way too fast. I type too fast. I gave him the wrong damn number. It's my fault. Um, he was actually busy if you didn't already know, in a recording session at the studio. So I'm just going to have to try to catch him another time. I might wait till he's done recording. I don't want to interrupt his process. You know what I'm saying? So much love to class for uh, trying to reach out to me. I apologize, homie. I gave you the wrong number. Uh, I tweeted you the right one, but but we'll get that worked out. We'll, we'll, we'll figure out a time to do that. So I apologize for that, everybody. It was totally my fault. Um, I fucked up on that end. Um, but anyway. Uh, so, you know, I watched Rocco's Modern Life earlier today. I got all of them on uh, my computer. On DVD, of course. And, uh... But you gotta understand, it's my first time watching it for a long time. A very long time, alright? I think maybe. Maybe high school? Maybe after high school? I'm thinking maybe high school. You know, it still holds up as a show. But he gets himself in some. Man, Rocco gets himself in some fucked up situations. Man, they got this motherfucker on there. You know, the cow dude, I can't remember his fucking name, that's his friend. Rocco's like, man, I got some shit I need to replace in the house, but I ain't got no money. You know, he thinking, he thinking real. Like, I ain't got no money, I'll wait till I save up, get some money, replace some of this shit. 
No, his friend keeps pushing the credit card bullshit on. And they go to the mall. You know, Rock would be going in stores. He'd be having, like, buyer's remorse before he wants to buy something or whatever. And his friend be like, oh, no, no, it's cool. Just put it on the plastic. Put it on the plastic. Man. I can't remember if I saw the, ep the end of the episode. It's like, they didn't come take all the shit or whatever, I guess, but... Man, that's a kid's episode. What the fuck is that going to tell kids? I'm just saying. What's that telling the children? Hell, what's it telling me, you know? I know when I have my uh, issues with credit cards. But yeah, I mean, other than that, man, it's a good show. Still holds up. Some of them shows don't. Uh, Cat and Dog does pretty well. Rugrats still does to this day. Rugrats holds up. Um, certain shows, let me think here in my brain for a sec. There's just certain shows that just don't. Um, I'm trying to think. Shit. I don't know, off the top of my dome, I can't think of anything right straight off. Alright, Bobby's World. I love Bobby's World, alright, when I was growing up. Shit just ain't the same, man. You know, if you go back and try to watch it now, shit ain't the same. Fraggle Rock, that shit always gonna hold up. Man, Fraggle Rock always gonna hold up. Now, would y'all believe that I still haven't got to the theater to see Toy Story 4? So get this. I'm trying to get in there with my wife, not just by myself. I'm in a situation right now where I can't drive. That may actually change uh, tomorrow. Coincidentally enough. That may change then. So, uh, I'll see the doctor tomorrow. But, uh, Oh, that's work calling. I'm gonna have to end this podcast. Let me make sure it's what it, that's what it is. All right. Whoop whoop. Much love to all you juggalos. See y'all later.